What's up, everybody? Welcome to Disney Movie News. We have a loaded show for you tonight. We're going to be talking about Disney at the Oscars. We're going to be talking about the new trailers for Christopher Robin and Mary Poppins. And we're going to be talking about A Wrinkle in Time. Spoiler free. Get ready. Let's go. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Disney Movie News. Is this Leo Camacho? No oh wonder, my god, no that, that sounds better than the original. It's probably weird. why it won at the Oscars. I'm not <laughs> Cut to lie. weeks of Leo like practicing the Spanish for this song and me being at home going, <laughs> Yeah, from the other room I would be singing it and then she would just hear, <laughs> What's up guys, welcome to Disney Movie News. That, if you are curious, is my cover of Recuerdame with Cole Jenkins where all of the instruments are made of chocolate. We used Toblerones, we used uh, Cocoa Pebbles, you name it, we used it. It was cho- chocolate milk for Melody. Oh, great stuff. Oh, there it is. Preboy. Recuérdame. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. And I met him last night. You met him last night, I and did. we saw him today at Disney. Uh, we mm-hmm. did some cool stuff for uh, food and wine. So get ready on Friday for some content. Uh, but today, man, we have a heck of a show. Disney movie news has never been more Disney movie newsier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff. But before we even get to that, let's do some introductions. I'm Leo Camacho. I'm your host. You can follow me everywhere at Mr. Leo Zombie. Well, that's Instagram. Just at Leo Zombie because I'm complicated on Twitter. Um, but before you even follow me, make sure you follow the Popcorn Talk. So you can follow him at the Popcorn Talk on Twitter and the Popcorn Talk Network at Popcorn Talk on Twitter. We've been doing it for the Popcorn Talk years, Network. Man. I know. I meant to do it the other way around oh in my, my head. God, it was there. Just type Popcorn Talk. There's not a whole <laughs> lot of Popcorn Talk competition. Uh, and follow them everywhere so you can watch other shows just like this one. But enough about me and Popcorn. Who dat? I'm a princess. Um, my name is Sarah <laughs> Sterling. I'm on Twitter at Sarah Sterling underscore and on Instagram at Sarah G Sterling. And I'm very excited for the news. There's so much news. <laughs> There's so much news today. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. It's Welcome good to be back. back. Sorry I was gone, guys. You got some lipstick on you your teeth. Mm. Yeah. Disney We're looking real friends. Real friends. Real friends. Um, no, sorry I've been gone. Guys, I'm Keaton Markey and I... Uh, I, I had a friend in town, and then I went on. I went to Mexico, and then, and then I was super sick. Yeah. So, but I'm happy to be back. You came back on a heck of a night. Man. I did, mm-hmm. and you guys can follow me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey. Yep. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Don't yeah. wear it out. Uh, nope. I just want to address something at the top of the show here that the chat is still going on about uh, me. Me being the new host of Blues Clues. Um, so uh, Nickelodeon announced today that they are rebooting Blue, uh, Blue's Clues and they're looking they're holding open auditions for the new host it was limited though um, thanks to AJ Raphael shout out AJ uh, he, told, he, he sent me the link I registered right then and there it was gone like all appointments were done but I got one uh, so I went online I thought it was funny I because I, my DMs are nothing but people suggesting it so I screen capped it I put it on Twitter I tweeted at Nickelodeon at their casting Twitter then Nickelodeon proper retweeted at me and nothing but Nickelodeon all over my feed right now. Everybody's supporting me being the Why are you so cheating on, on Disney? I'm yeah. not. I'm Why are you cheating? cheating on Disney? We can be friends. I watched both of the both as a kid. So come so on. So on brand. So on brand. I loved Blue's Clues. I still love Blue's Clues. I still sing mm. mail time, probably on a Whenever you get basis. the mail. <laughs> I mean, I sing it all the time and I'm always like, boo 
you know, just like talking like blue. Um, so there's the clue, girl. Leo, I mean, the fact that I just know somebody who's auditioning is Isn't phenomenal. Really? I can't believe that I. But I may, even if it's one in a million, I have a one in a million chance of being the new host. Dude, you have it. I I hate to say though, I hope they do a girl. I, I, I was telling Sarah, I think, <laughs> I think it'll be a girl. But I do have the minority quotient. It's going to be so me. It, it's it's going to be me. <laughs> Sorry, maybe you're too white. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. They've already had two white guys. We got to. You wish. look just like them. No, I have black hair. <laughs> you do look like Joe. <laughs> I don't look like Joe. How dare you? I am far 3% better looking than Joe. Um, but anyways, that's funny. Go to Twitter and support that cause. But uh, we... So... You saw Wrinkle in Time a while ago. Mm-hmm. What, like two weeks ago? Yeah. We saw Wrinkle in Time together last night. So at we the did. end of this well, show, we are going to do a spoiler-free review of Wrinkle in Time. Very light, very on, on the top of things. Uh, but we're, we're just letting you know now because we're going to save it. So you don't have to worry about us. Maybe spoil Don't worry about it. It's a safe show. Uh, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes because there is... God, there's so much stuff. So much news. Yeah, we even added something I come right back, before. I bring the news. You brought the news back. I bring back. Is the that news. The, that's what they got in Mexico? They got all the Disney news. They got news. all this Disney news. Thanks for bringing it back with you. So <laughs> let's start welcome. at the very top with the, uh, well, the overwhelming presence of Disney at the Oscars. Sarah, how well did Disney do at the Oscars? Oh my God, it was the best Oscars of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Although, can I say... Hmm. The I, I felt like the performance of Remember Me. Oh my god, don't was... even finish your sentence. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was phenomenal. <laughs> was correct. And yeah. I love because I'm a huge Mozart in the Jungle fan. I love uh Gail. Gail Garcia. Gail. Gail because he's I, I'm obsessed with him. I think like he's amazing. Um but I just uh, mm, uh um, he's not supposed to be a powerhouse. I know he's not, but like it's supposed to be an endearing thing, like a father's. He's supposed to be singing like a lullaby. Remember me. Oh my god! I still like the Greatest Showman performance. Better. Oh my god! Don't even talk to me right now. Stop. <laughs> I just need to say it. I thought Miguel did a good job singing his uh, his new lyric version of "Remember Me," um, but it wasn't about the performance. It was Disney's overall performance. They yeah, they won. don't they don't base who wins on the performance at the Oscars. I know, yeah. but. They did win Best Song. They're killing it. Remember Me. What else? Coco won Best Animated Feature. Boom. Coco won Best Song. Remember Me. Called it. Um. (laughs) Congratulations, Disney. Is that it? (laughs) Disney won. Is that? No. Well, um. Yeah, no, that's it. Wait, Beauty and the Beast didn't win, did it? No, it didn't. The the guy who wrote, uh, the the couple who wrote Remember Me, what's his name? Um, Bobby Lopez. Bobby Lopez became the second person in the history of the universe to uh, have double EGOT. Yeah. So that's that's amazing. That's incredible. So uh, for those of you know, I was talking about, I mentioned him earlier in the show, AJ Raphael, phenomenal singer um, on YouTube. Go check him out. Big Disney fan too. We were having a discussion about this and he thinks it is the right decision. It's not just that we're Disney fans and we wanted to win. We were talking about why it won. And in my opinion, I think Remember Me is the stronger sort of, it's a stronger anthem for the movie that it's from. Uh, because remember, I I honestly believe that the movie should not have been called Coco. I think it should have been called Remember Me because Remember Me fits every single theme of the movie. It's like always remember your family, mm-hmm. and then the father leaves, and it's like remember me. And the only reason the father and can also come back the entire is holiday is about remembering <clears throat> and the yeah. holiday your family. Is about remembering, and the song can be sung in so many different ways, and on each level, and it is in the mm-hmm. in the movie. There are like four different versions of the song, each one from a different character's point of view, each with a different meaning. Like um, De La mm-hmm. Cruz sings, and he's like Remember Me, yeah, like I'm I so be famous. famous. 
kiss. And then when <clears throat> uh, when Hector sings it to Coco, he's like, remember me because I'm leaving and yeah. I love you. And oh, this is the father that chills. I am. And then and when then, Miguel sings it. When Miguel sings it. Yeah, exactly. He's it's, like, remember your family. Yeah, remember like, your family. And like, remember me. Like, this is what I love. This mm-hmm. is who I am. You know, and it's, uh, it was mm-hmm. like where, where um, this is me, uh, although it was an amazing song in Camp Rock. Um, oh, well. <laughs> it's a pop song. It's well, that's not song. even it. Like, I was talking about this on my podcast because I was like, the problem that I have with This Is Me, everyone's like, it's such an anthem for people who are different. It is, but, like, despite the movie. The movie does not... That's not what the movie's about. ...give it the power that people seem to be deriving from it. The movie <clears throat> understates the message of right. This Is Me. I, that's a good they point. They sell it in the trailers as if it's a movie about self-acceptance. And that's like not being, what the movie's about. about. It's no. about P.T. Barnum's life and how he rose to success. Yeah. But like, also, like, not true which at all. all yeah, also, yeah, not awful. historically accurate. They don't... Sh- yeah, whatever. I don't if they're going to make the movie it. about that, then they should... I mean, Look, there's a bunch of issues we have with the movie. It's not that I, I thought it was a terrible movie. I thought it was a fine musical, uh, but it, it was it was misleading to me, and I was upset with what I got. Anyway, Co- yeah, Coco should uh, won. But anyway. Coco deservedly won. So unfortunately, no uh, Last Jedi wins, no Guardians of the Galaxy two wins, and Lou did not win Best Animated Short, which I was personally pretty upset about. Yeah, Kobe, the Kobe Bryant movie won. Kobe Bryant short, uh, which. It was someone said, uh, "How did Kobe? How did a movie nobody ever saw win an Oscar?" Oh, I saw it. You did see it. Where yeah, did you see it? John Williams uh, Hollywood Bowl. Oh, okay. Concert that makes a lot of yeah. sense. So I was wondering. I'm like, where did this thing come out? Because I think, and that's where it kind of like blew. I mean, you know, you partner with somebody like John Williams, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you basically also like, Glenn Keane, who animated the whole yeah. like. Disney it's beautifully animated. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, beautifully it's a cool animated. Short. But but I gotta say, I was looking into this a little bit. I was actually uh, reading a whole thread about this in movies, and. Um, Lou, it sucks because the thing that's so great about Lou is stuff you can't see as a viewer. Like, Lou's transformations from a rigging, from a 3D rigging point of view is a nightmare. Like, the fact that they were able to accomplish it from a 3D animation, like, perspective is is mind-boggling. But from a viewer's Get point of view... Get your hand out of our shot. I'm, it's on me. I'm talking. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Um, it's distracting, Leo. And Kobe Bryant is, like, very obvious. Like, the animation is, like... You know, a lot of care went into it. I, I hate to say this, but um, the Oscars are not always about what's really the best. Right. Uh, it's a lot about money and a lot about a popularity contest. Mm. So, you know, you need, you need to watch the Oscars with a grain of salt. But wouldn't you say that this Oscars felt like it took that audience's perspective into consideration a little bit more? It felt a little bit more connected to me. <sighs> See, that's why I, I watch, like, other, other things. I, I don't know. The Oscars, I, I watch because it's... I enjoy the dresses. I enjoy, like, it as a whole. It's such a big production, and it's the Oscars. But, like, I, I know when I'm watching it, half the things are, like, I already kind of know what's going to win because it's literally, they, they talk about so, it, or it's literally the most marketing. Or Did Shape of Water catch you off guard? Um, well, this year, I think Best Picture was a really tight race versus, but compared yeah, to other years. Yeah. I would agree with that. Although I, I don't necessarily agree that Three I Billboards don't think, has the clout that it claims to have. Have you seen Three Billboards? Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I it was liked better, it. I it was better I than I thought, yeah, but it wasn't too. better than Get Out, and it wasn't better Shape than of Shape of Water. Well, I'm really happy about Shape of Water I because, am-o. as you guys know, if you've been watching this show for any prolonged period of time, 
I cannot stop singing the praises of Del Toro. He is my favorite director. I love his imagination and his creativity. So I was elated to find out that he won because I really did enjoy the movie. I you didn't even watch movie. the Oscars. Yes, I did. Uh, well, yeah, but you didn't. You like were passively watching them. Uh, yeah, that's an understatement. Del, Del Toro. This is this is what I feel. I felt like Pan's Labyrinth was a better movie than Shape of Water, and he didn't get the Oscar for Pan's Labyrinth mm, when he mm. so like deserved it. Yeah, like this it. was an apology. So I feel like this was almost like <laughs> Shape of Water was good. It was really good. I don't think it was great. There, there was a lot of competition this year. But you know what, Guillermo? Like, you deserve this Oscar because we messed up Pan's Labyrinth. You know, like, I, I don't... Pan's Labyrinth is such a phenomenal film, a phenomenal and I movie. just... What was up? What was up against it? In um, I got it. I can't, I can't even remember, but... Well. The Oscars, it just seems like there was a, there was a significant amount of uh, buzz around it. Um, I mean, even I did a video for the Oscars this year for, for social media talking about, wh- you know, why, remember, or why Coco should be, uh, should be the winner for Best Animated Picture. So I'm glad. Whew, close call on that one. Yeah. Got it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I – Get Out – someone in the chat is saying Get Out has a lot of plot holes. Um, that's kind of not the point though, man. Like, like Get Out was a, a really risky – sort of move and from a first time like I mean that was Peel's first real uh, movie wasn't it wasn't uh, Jordan yeah. Peel's first mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. Um, with racially charged uh, concept in a racially charged environment uh, it was an enjoyable movie nonetheless it was a creative take on psychological thrillers and horror movies um, and for a horror movie to be nominated for best picture is pretty impressive <sighs> we don't really have to talk about the Oscars. No, but it's, yeah. it's cool. Anyways, <laughs> Disney had a big presence. Congratulations to Disney. Um, Congratulations to Coco. To Coco. Yeah, and Coco Mexico. so yes. deserved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Coco, um, who's, but, whose hype died out real quick, and I'm glad that now everybody's like, maybe I should watch it. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, it felt watch like a it. really diverse Oscars, which yeah. I don't think Into we've seen. It. Like, like, a, like genuinely diverse, not like it being shoved down your throat because they feel bad that like all the nominees aren't diverse enough. It just felt yeah. genuinely diverse, and I really appreciate. I was that. super. I was stoked about that. Good job, Oscars. Way to way to woke yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on. Okay. Well, I haven't seen this yet. We have the teaser trailer for Mary Poppins Returns. Came out during the Oscars. During uh, the Oscars. Oh, so let's mm. watch it. Together as a fam, because we are one. That'd be great if you just hear Dick Van Dyke. Hello, Mary Poppins! (laughs) Hello, Poppet! In a place we hold dear. With a kite. Scary Mary. This is um, exactly what they showed at D23. Really? Oh, is it really? Don't you remember? You were there. Oh, yeah. I thought you were facing me for a second. I was like, <laughs> I was? They showed this and then more than this. I was oh, hoping it was going to be, yeah. I wonder what yeah. lives. That's some Forrest Gump level CGI right there. Oh, this little boy is so cute. Don't run in the bushes. What are you doing? I, what? what kid run, run in the bushes. bushes. You get your, you get dirty. You have fun. You would have gotten snagged. But that's what being a kid is about. Nah, man. That would have hurt. Oh, I'm emo. I mean, God, there she is. Uh, Can you please let go over a kite? We're trying to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would freak. Mary Poppins, it is wonderful to see you. Yes, it is, isn't it? Oh. Oh, she's so sassy. She's, she's so, so sassy. She's so hot that her reflection checks her out. She's so. Dang, dude. She's Do it, Mary. Living. Uh, meme. I'm truly emo. 
Well done. What do well you think? Done, Mary. I mean, we saw that. What do you think, person who hasn't seen that already? <laughs> um, I am so excited uh, for this. I think... Um, I like her, her um, Agent Carter cosplay. It's pretty good. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love the look of it. I love kind of the um, juxtaposition of the very desaturated London outside mm. and air the bright one. and the very uh, saturated like like clothing and and you know interior things so I, i'm just so excited for like the set design and the costumes and i just think it's gonna be fun and i'm i'm most you're, nervous you're a big musical person too, i love right? musical yeah. and i yeah. loved mary poppins like my that was like the movie for one reason i don't know why my sister would watch all the time and I, so I always had to watch it because she would cry because she was younger and i was just like fine i'll watch mary poppins i like it mm. but um so yeah, I'm very excited. I'm actually most nervous about if Lynn is gonna translate well on screen. I think he will. I think he'll be all right. This is his first movie, right? Mm-hmm. Because he, well, yeah, I yeah, think it's, it's his, his first, first major film. motion yeah, picture. Yeah, as, as like not animated. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we all think of him as being like super famous and all over the movies, but really, this is he's been all over the feature. stage yeah. and behind the movies. Mm-hmm. You've heard his voice, but we haven't seen his face, so that'll be interesting. I um, think I just like. I can't believe they rebuilt Cherry Tree Lane, and it looks so good. How long did it take? I don't know, man. Is it still up? Can I go visit? Probably. <laughs> Please. Like the Hobbit, like Hobbiton. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean, I know a lot. I, I feel like it's a, It's only, there's no middle ground here. It's extremes. People are, like, super stoked for it, or people like are like, oh, they're, they're making another Mary Poppins? Yeah, people are, like, really precious with Hamilton's it. Hamilton's in it? But I'm like, it's going to be really good, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be... That's one of the things that I like. I think, regardless, whatever Lin Manuel Miranda seems to touch is turns into gold. Whether his performance is going to be golden, I don't know. But I think the movie as a whole is going to be wonderful. I Much, uh, have pleasant hopes for it, guys. Super Island Halo says that he hopes that Lin doesn't rap. He's like gonna definitely rap. gonna rap. What? I mean, like, he, like someone was talking earlier about how there was an interview about how He's Dick Van Dyke is technically, technically rapping in in um, super califragilistic. Well, it's just like a lot of like wanna, very, very fast spoken words. I want to go to like Compton and be like, "Yo, can somebody technically rap to me right now?" <laughs> so I, I think it's gonna fit in with whatever the. <laughs> sound of the song is, but it, he's like right. he's almost definitely going to do like some very mm. fast singing slash talking. And he better tap dance. Full of sugar. He probably tap dance. Yeah, like well, like the the, the, the chimney sweepers. Like he's not chimney sweep. I know he's not, but that was <laughs> that's so. I just the, want the lamplighters break dance. The chimney sweeps tap, tap dance. dance. Okay, well, okay, okay. Now you explained the it. Then now, okay, <laughs> they're on the streets. The, not the, not the rooftops. No, the rooftops. You got to tippy toe so you don't break. You know, thanks. Right. Thanks for you know? the um, the uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, what I'm wondering about is his accent. Is he just going to go straight American? No, no. He's, he's going to be Cockney. Is he though? Yeah. I think he will absolutely do. Cockney. Do you think he'll do all right? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I mean, again, everybody what up, Mary doesn't Poppins? everybody say that Dick Van Dyke had like one of the worst accents yeah, yeah, ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like. Like it's like a joke. There's like Cogni and then there's Dick Van Dyke. So like he I might. I think have... he's gonna do Dick Van Dyke. That yeah, I think he's amazing. gonna do Dick Van Dyke too. Evening, governor. It's like super it's offensive. Good to see ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Mary Poppins, Gucci gang. Um, More news. We More got news. another. Uh, oh well, the other trailers later. So, um, Pasek and Paul writing new songs for live action Aladdin. <gasps> I'm excited about. Wait, this. didn't they already rap shooting on that? They did, but they're, I mean, but that. How did they shoot the music numbers, everything? 
Is it going to be this is like more I think of they a just score? like announced that it like had already happened. Maybe that they wrote to Oh, that they had couple, written. They had written. Right. No, it says writing. Present tense. Well, maybe they're, you know, going to do the credit song or something or, maybe. you know. Or, or it could be score. Um, I love almost basically all the music this, these guys have who, put out. Who are, uh, give, inform me. Who are La La passing? Land. La La Land. No wonder. And Greatest Showman. Showman. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> basically, like, two of my faves. Yeah, soundtracks okay, look, on my phone no, right I'm, now. I, look, I'm just being facetious. I think both of those movies have excellent soundtracks, and I am excited to see what these guys do with a Disney property. Well, it's also like we still have all of Ellen making music. Yeah. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I think it's going to be okay. Rewritten by Lynn Manuel Miranda, by the way. No, not for I know, this I'm just one. kidding. I'm just kidding. That's Little I'm Mermaid. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> Only give him water movies. That's it. And Mary Poppins. That's f- what rains in London. What's the other water movie? Moana. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Make warm. I the forgot. movie that takes place at 90% where water on is literally a character. <laughs> yeah, water is. Dear Evan Hansen means nothing to Leo, so we didn't bother saying that one. Yeah, dear. Yeah. What's that? It, yeah, it's a he play. Because I'm not from the musical. Film, Disney Tony. film facts coming in clutch that they're reshooting this summer. They're re- okay reshoots. Doing reshoots. Makes so. sense. Okay. Cool. I follow um, Jasmine. What Naomi Scott is that her name? Naomi Naomi who plays Jasmine. All right, yeah. King. This is the question for you as a fan, since we've got these guys and they're topical now. Okay, it's a reason to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Take the soundtrack from Lala. Can you not drink into Sorry. the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> now I am thirsty. <laughs> like, speaking of water, um, La La Land yes. and Greatest Showman. Yes. You have to combine their soundtracks and pick your favorite song. Which one do you pick? Um, I would probably pick. Uh, the audition song that um, uh, Emma Stone sings okay. uh, in La La Land. Okay. I mean, that one just has a lot of like Wait, really just, personal su- things su- for su- me su- too. Super so. Iron Halo making a point here, just saying 30s Hispanic man in London just grinds my gears in historical context, then, but not a flying woman. Did you see what I said? No. A magical nanny that never ages is 100% believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's check that one at the door, huh? Bud. Also, we London is one of the most diverse cities and has been one of the most diverse cities in the world they have a for over 100 years. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't like diversity arguments when like it's literally yeah. a fantasy. We actually film. were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Or today. This morning. About, about fantasy? Yeah, about fantasy. Right. You can't argue medieval fantasy because the word fantasy alone eradicates any semblance of history. That's like being angry at the Cinderella with Brandy because <laughs> that's all diversity. That was all diversity casting. That was all... Which is great. Uh, yeah, by the way, Spain, real close to London. <laughs> um, okay, so that's happening. That's cool. Uh, audition song, number one. Uh, let's see what they do. <laughs> Next up, we've got another teaser trailer they dropped. Christopher Robin with Pooh Bear. That's my Pooh impression. Uh, I'm excited to watch let's this watch again. watch it. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. This one I did watch. Dreary London. We called at an emergency meeting this weekend. I promised my wife and daughter I'd take them away this weekend. Too bad. I have the high ground. Cut twenty percent. Anakin. These people, good jobs. And I thought you'd do anything for this company. Half the younglings. Oh, oh! Speaking of uh, Agent Carter. Is that her? Yeah, that was her. From the studio that brought you La La Land. I just imagine Mary Poppins floating down in the kite in this park too. It could work, right? These movies look like have a lot of like similar crossovers. <laughs> what to do? What to do? What to do? Too bad. What to do, indeed? Pooh. Christopher Robin. No, not Mary Poppins. Pooh. <laughs> so cute. That was cute. 
I don't see any cracks. Oh. A few wrinkles, maybe. So oh, cute. Cummings. Woo! Jim oh. Cummings coming back hard. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's actually Jim Cummings. Yes, he's doing the voice. He's reprising his role as Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Christopher Robin. Um, and Peter Capaldi which, is Rabbit, which makes me is very he really? happy as a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> Rabbit's great. Rabbit's like so the neurotic. Inner, the inner, yeah, the, it is the Peter anxiety Capaldi. in us all. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbit was the only normal one in the thousand acre, hundred acre. Rabbit questioned woods. the thousand acre wood. Yeah, it grew since time has passed. <laughs> Um, um, I've yeah. seen a lot of like negative feedback to this trailer, and I, I have too. don't get it. Why? People I think are it like, looks... it's just like Hook. First of all, it's not. Wait, what? Peter Panning like Hook. doesn't remember that he's Peter Pan. He remembers Pooh. Yeah. He turns around and he goes, Pooh! Yeah. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like, who dis? Um, new brain, who dis? Um, no, I, there's been that. There's been people comparing it to Paddington, which like why they're just both bears. No, but but Paddington lives in their world, which is already weird. Pooh no. is like back when he's needed. Right. People are also like, oh, like I think people are. First confused. of all, none of those movies are Disney. Yeah, Disney's doing they're one not, now. Yeah, Let not, Disney have one. Disney. Um, also, um, it people are confused. Like people are like, oh, is this like about? The guy who wrote Winnie the Pooh? No. no. It's about the fictional character Christopher Robin. Right. No. It's, well, it's about the it's about the son of the guy who wrote Winnie the Pooh. It's not it's even that. Fi- wait, hold on. Let me... F- wait a second. It's not even that. It's about the fictional version of the son of the guy who wrote Winnie the Pooh. But it's not even necessary to include that. According to Disney canon, Christopher Robin is a little boy who has all these toys. That's the only thing that matters. He's oh, not... Oh, this is the Christopher Robin from the books who grew up? Yes, from like Winnie the Pooh, Winnie I, the Pooh. I know, I know Winnie the Pooh. It's Christopher Robin, grown up. Are you sure? Yes. Because I feel, are you sure? You're positive. You think this kid is the grown-up kid of the guy who wrote the Winnie the Pooh books? I'm telling you, if it's No, no, no I think it's like, like stories based on him. Well, no, because if it was that, it's going to be a real. I know. No, no, it's not, no, it's not like a real person who had these books it's based the on him. It's the Christopher Robin who grew it's up. It's the fictional little boy. So the so the Hundred Acre Woods was a real place that he went. No, I mean the Winnie the Pooh books are his are his imagination. <laughs> no, it's real. That's the point. Pooh is coming back to him at the time when he needs no, his I'm imagination. Just, I'm just trolling you, man. I got you. Leo, you're stressing me. I got you. I got you, girl. I'm just messing. There was an owl and there's Twitter. No, Gamer Gabe, it's not a fictional version of the son of the author. No, it's not. It's just it's like I fake Christopher Robin grown up. It is, but it's like. Also, I feel like it's a little bit of the sun. Like a fictional it's version not. of the sun. When in any Winnie the Pooh movie that Disney has ever made, was it like, this is the son of the guy who who's writing the Pooh. No, there, there is no movie. That's why they made this one. No, this is not a Saving Mr. Banks situation. How do you know? Have you it's seen not. It? God. And if it Leo, is? Leo, please stop poking the bear. <laughs> please stop poking. <laughs> stop poking. <laughs> You're confusing the chat. They think you're telling the truth. Well, we don't know if I'm telling the truth. This is the problem with Disney Film Facts. Back me up. I I believe you, babe. I believe you. I'm triggered. But (laughs) I think it has an element of the real world in there. The movie has zero to do with the author's son. Yes, Disney Film Facts. God. How do you know? Fictional Christopher Robin grew up. 
and forgot about his imagination. Christopher it, Robin based but if you want to not in Disney canon. <laughs> but it kind of is. No! Stop it, Leo. It kind of is. If you want to see that movie, you can go see Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Yes, go Goodbye. see that depressing movie. Did Disney movie. make it? No, no but it's so it. depressing. And stop no. talking but about Dom it Hill in the context of I'm this. not talking about that movie. I'm talking about the fact that Christopher Robin was based on the author's song. It doesn't matter. This movie is not. Okay. Anyways, if you guys want to see a movie about a fictional son, go see. Wait, <laughs> don't worry, Leo. There's not there's not many cracks in your stories. A few wrinkles, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just playing it. I'm sorry. I, don't, I just okay. Continue because <clears throat> with with like my theory. No, no. With You're the done. news. With the news. With the okay, news. cool, cool, cool. Um, a review of a Wrinkle in Time or a Crack in Time. Well, are we doing that or do you want to do the other stuff? First? Oh yeah, let's do the other stuff. First. We'll skip. do Wrinkle in Time last. Let's skip. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so Mulan. Disney has pushed the live-action Mulan movie to 2020. They're pushing a lot of dates around right now. Do we have a reason why? They probably just need more time. Right? I think they need more time, and I, I bet you that whoever they cast as Mulan, like, she's going to be going to straight up, like, Mulan boot school. Boot camp. Like, yeah. like, Mulan school. Set, yeah. I want to go to Mulan school. I want to go to Mulan, Mulan school. school, too. Personally. I'm wearing a Mulan shirt right now. Um... Mm. So she, when she sings, who yeah. is the girl I see? Oh, or it's not going to be a musical, right? Uh, well, they, we haven't like clarified. Okay. Remember, there was all that controversy where they were like, "It's not," and then they were like, we, "That actually just meant we didn't have an answer for you yet." She uh, is a to see a live actress, action yes. version of "Be a Man" would just make my life. I'm going to sing that karaoke one day. That's I'm telling you, I'm doing it. Do it, man! Um, I'll, I'll be your like backup. And I will, and I will stand firmly fave. behind the fact that I think that is one of the best Disney songs of all time. Be I man. would agree. Yeah, Hundo, Hundo P. Um, Donny cool um, Osmond. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, she is a martial artist already. She well, she has a martial arts background, but there's a lot to imagine... do with Mulan. You have to learn like all like the you know for the whole entry song. Anyways, she needs to learn all like the the, the stuff that she would yeah. have learned in traditional Chinese culture as a young maiden, like yeah. just so it all looks real. And... But it's it just like even if she is a martial artist, you still got to train. Like, yeah. You know, just because somebody's fit doesn't mean that they're buff. And just because, you know, there's you're an athlete doesn't mean that you can use a weapon. You know, there's a whole lot of things that you could still train for regardless. And I'm sure they're going to, like, do... But I don't, I don't think this has... To, I don't think the date has to do with training. I think the date is probably a Marvel A lot thing. of things, yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a lot of things. <clears throat> oh, why do you think they moved up the Marvel Infinity War? We were talking about this earlier. Yeah, so if you didn't know, they moved up the um, Marvel's Infinity War from Mar- May 4th to April 27th. Mm-hmm. Which is a bummer. For us. Because we're going to be in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Cry it's me a river. the day we come back. Cry me a river. No, it's not. The day We come back on we, the 29th. 28th. Well, we arrive on the 29th. Yeah. So no, it's but like, we leave on the 29th. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. You're wrong. <laughs> I don't think I leave when Christopher yet. Robin leaves. Okay? <laughs> um, we're leaving around that time anyway. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I mean, why would they, uh, any theories whatsoever? Do you know, uh, Stephen, if they said anything on Marvel Movie News? Uh, sorry about about, about the, the uh, moving Infinity the War date, date getting bumped up. Um, I don't have it right offhand. They do talk about it though, so you can check that out. They taped yesterday at two uh, p.m. on Tuesday, so it's like one of the top videos on the channel right now. Yeah, okay. So if you want to know more, they definitely go, go dive into it. Dig deeper, go check that out. Marvel Movie News. We don't know, but that's what's happening. We come back on the 29th. <laughs> what would you do without Sarah? I worry about you, Leo. I, wouldn't. I would come home and party for two days. That's what I'd do. Um. Um, 
That's fine. Disney Film Facts says to give Solo breathing room and to move away from Deadpool 2, which is going for a similar demographic. That's what I told Leah this morning is that I thought they were giving more space between Infinity War and Solo. Yeah, they're like, ooh, Solo, not so good. We can't fly <laughs> I don't know who that was, but I mean, I mean, we were. That's what we were saying. We we're like, it has to do with the movies. Like, there has to be that. This summer is going to be like a loaded summer. So, um, so that's going on. What? That was me loading. Oh, there was you. I thought you were, I thought you were reprimanding me. No. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, and then the last bit of noob- news before we get into our last bit of noobs. Time, the last noobs I'm we've such got. A noob. Uh, deleted scene from Star Wars The Last Jedi was released today. Boo. We're going to watch it. I haven't seen it. Nobody's seen either. it. We're going to watch it live for you, with you right now for the very first time. She's alive! Did anyone honestly think that she wouldn't be, though? No, oh, no not at all. Disobedient. Disrespectful. But it's the first time. This is the first oh, yeah. time back. He kills her after call this. for order. I don't think she's dead. Beat us down. But when your shiny neck was threatened, you squealed like they a little Come on. The evidence blew up at the base, but you and I know the truth. When I put a gun to your head, you shut down Starkiller Shields. Now, what would your troops do if they found out? Or your masters? Who would believe a story like that? It was an alternate death scene. I want you guys to remember that that instead of this, instead of that, they had BB-8 inside of the (laughs) ATST. Never forget. (laughs) Instead of that, they had Mark Hamill suckle on the teat (laughs) of an alien walrus. I loved all those parts. Yeah, but you watched that. Sorry, this is the voice. Instead of that, they had Space (laughs) Land. This is the voice of the, the guy in the booth, in case nobody knows. Jesus. It, that scene that scene seemed so out of place. It did. Like for uh, that whole scene, like if you were to insert that in the movie where that would take place, that'd be so out of place. It would, but you can tell that that's like a scrambled re-edit. Like, yeah. That's just like they need to make some DVD features. So they I, put that in there. I think Phasma's coming back next next movie. Like oh, absolutely. No just like Boba Fett did. Oh wait. Hey. Oh nah, she dead. After that, she dead. I don't think she did. Um so yeah, we got a, that. You don't want to uh, get rid of Also, anyone. Rebels had its finale. Uh, that's also Star Wars related. <laughs> this week, Rebels ended. Uh, Rip Rebels. Go watch that show. It's good. There's also I, a, yeah, I heard the finale was phenomenal. Everybody's talking. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I want to watch the whole season now, the whole series. Um, okay, let's talk about Wrinkle on Time, you guys. Uh, we can't give spoilers, but let's just... Let's just talk. What do you want to say? First, let's start it off this way. One-line mm-hmm. reviews. Okay? My, for, my, my review of Wrinkle in Time. It's a good movie for kids. Sarah? A great message for today's youth. And so a, a loving good movie for ad- kids. <laughs> and a loving adaptation of a classic novel. <laughs> That's two sentences. No, it's one it's long, a one it's a compound sentence. <laughs> <laughs> These two are feisty today. <laughs> it's like a little light. I'll give you one word. Uh-oh. 
Oprah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you say Oprah. I thought you were going to say poo. <laughs> poo. <laughs> no. Because um, <laughs> I, I very much agree with what both of you said. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, When Leo got home from seeing it with Keaton last night, I was like, so what did you think? And he went, that movie's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's for kids, man. That movie's for kids. Oprah's in there. What was the other part of my review? It's like, Oprah's in there, so moms will be like, I love Oprah. And Chris Pine is here because moms. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I also thought uh, Reese Witherspoon was... Um, I thought she was annoying. Yeah, I thought she was Personally. annoying. Her performance was oh. a bit... You well, like, that's what her character is supposed to be. Her character She was supposed to be this like kind of weird yeah, kooky but, one. But I feel like I was watching Reese Witherspoon trying to act annoying, not an annoying character. You know what I'm saying? Like I just thought she was going to... I just was surprised <laughs> by her in a, in a good way. Um you, you I, Zach, the you scene like with Zach Galifianakis was well, that's the best, the scene, best in the scene in the movie. For sure, 100%. Phenomenal. Zach Galifianakis killed it. Yeah. Like, he was actually really funny in a solemn way. Leo has a couple cosplay options now. Oh, my God. <laughs> every time, every time, no joke, no exaggeration, every single time a male came on screen, she's like, you got to cosplay that. No, Leo, there were only two <laughs> times that I, there were two. There, there was Charles Wallace, Zach Galifianakis, and Michael I did not Pena. say it for Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, you did? I did not. Okay, fine. Michael Pena and yes. Charles Wallace and, and then Oprah. You told me to cosplay Oprah, and I was like, no, Keaton. <laughs> I can't. He felt really weird about it. I was so. like, like, I dropped I it pretty never quickly. Look as good. But that um, that one, you know, the 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 beach suit. Yeah, no, they don't. We can't. No spoilers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... Um, let's just talk about overall. Uh, this movie was marketed differently than it is when you watch it. It is definitely. I don't agree with that. Really? Well, I think. When looking at the trailers, I was like, oh, this is an adventure about science and technology and the possibilities of the universe. When in reality, it's like, it's a movie about a young kid trying to come to grips with her emotion as she's becoming an adult and accepting who she is. And it's like, that the movie is all, all of it revolves around that simple premise. It's not about space and time and dimension and understanding of quantum to astrophysics. Like, yeah, but I, those I, are I think in the, the movie. I think the ads were way more like, be a warrior, get your hand out of my shot. Um, <laughs> be a warrior, Sarah. You get to tell him. Be a, be a warrior. Uh-huh. Like, who are you going to be? Yeah. Like, and, and just about... Um, what else? You know... <laughs> inner strength like I I get I think I'm a little um, how I felt about it as someone who's read the book is that there was a lot of things that I'm like wait Mm. is someone who hasn't read the book going to understand this because a lot of a lot of the science is a lot more understated in the movie than it is in the Mm. book which is why I think it comes off as unimportant but for me my head's just filling in the blanks so to to just bounce off that real quick I was uh, kind of upset with Sarah a little bit because I but in a good way in a good way in a good way we cannot get you guys fighting more tonight you have to understand like (laughs) our love flourishes Mm -hmm. while we argue it's like affection that's how we do it Um, because we feel comfortable enough (laughs) we're not yelling we're not beating each other we're just just, you debate yeah we debate Um, but um, uh, I understood more of the movie only because of things that Sarah told me. And I was like, kind of mad about that because I wish I wouldn't have known those things so I could give a truly objective uh, review of it. But I was like, oh, I get that because Sarah told me about this thing. But nothing in this movie mm. told me about I, that thing. I would say as somebody who has never read the book, um, did not know anything about the book and just kind of went into this movie blind, um, I... I, I truly have caught nothing about the science or about See, how to yeah, think. Yeah. But 
I I can tell you if I would have saw this movie when I was between the ages of eight and thirteen, I would have been so inspired. That's what's and up. it That's would what have it would have it would have literally like done so much for me as like a yeah. very insecure, like awkward young girl. Totally. So I really appreciate the film for that. But I do not get that. I'm like science is kind of just the backdrop of it. Yeah. Like other than that, they, I don't they get use it. very blankety science terms, which are words in science, but they use them in a way where it's like this word is scientific. Okay? Physics. Trust me tesseract <laughs> that's a word marvel it's like uh what is it uh parallel dimension uh, well, science dimension. doesn't even really matter like but it the does plot. it does but, but like does. You, if you understand the basic thing that's happening which is very clear yeah. then it doesn't matter no no but it's like you're right you're right it doesn't matter the mm-hmm. way the movie's presented but, but it, like but like they there are parts where they make a bigger deal out of it than they need to. Here's a question you know? for you. Yeah. Black Jones in the chat says, it's a movie for middle school and elementary school kids, a.k.a. girls. Do you think this is only no. appealing to girls? No, I don't think so. No. I also don't think no. so. No, 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 not at all. The I main think... character is a girl, but that doesn't mean that Charles it's a movie for Wallace girls. carries this film. <laughs> yeah, a five-year-old boy carries this film. And also, the girl phenomenal. is like very tomboyish. You yeah. Know, like, like it's just, well, I mean, she's very... It's just like also, it's just like isn't... It's not It's not about gender at all. No, it's yeah, not. It's just um, like above that. I, and I gotta say too, like this, it resonated with me on a personal level in some way because um, I remember like the moment, you know, like growing up is, is becoming self-aware because as a kid, you have no sense of sort of your role because the world revolves around you as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And then as you grow into an adult, you start becoming aware of the world around you. You start becoming about aware of yourself and your place in the world, your place in the universe, which is what this movie's sort of about. And for me specifically, the thing that sort of cemented in that brain, the moment of like self-awareness and awakening, you know, was quite literally listening to lectures on uh, the principles of astrophysics. Not those words exactly, but serious, like the more the, the grand scale of the universe sort of you know uh understanding you know our place in it this all this is why you and Dylan get along yeah, yeah. Like, yeah but this movie is that concept but for kids and I was like thinking the whole time like god I wish I would have had this movie as a kid that's a really good point Leo you know like I wish this sort of con- these these larger concepts of like universal property and structure and order and chaos and like our place and like all that must have happened for us to exist right now like those kinds of concepts are so spectacularly large but infinitesimal infinitesimally meaningful right like to each individual person and I wish those large ideas would have been introduced to me as a kid so for that reason I think this is an awesome kids movie people keep asking if I think they should read the book first yeah that's a hmm. I'm like if you I think the book is really great like I grew up reading this book like I read it for the first time when I was like 11 like so on its own aside from the movie I think it's like a very like groundbreaking book. Leo and I were talking about how it's like one of the most commonly has been in history, most commonly like banned book in the U S like, um, so I think you should read it regardless of the movie, Mm. but like, yeah, if you have time to read it before seeing the movie, I think you should, but I don't think you have to. I actually want to point something out Mm. because you're saying in the chat, no science is really unimportant to the plot. It's unimportant to the plot, but here's why it's important and why it's such a big point in the book. And here's why it's important to the meaning of um, sort of why this movie resonates, right? Because it's trying to tell you that this isn't an accident, right? Like, this isn't made up. It's not magic. The universe the universe exists in all of its splendor and magnitude and, and inconceivable grandeur because of science, 
Okay, it's not a fairy tale.、Mm-hmm. It's not some story somebody made up. Physics are real. Physics are the foundation of reality that we live in, and the points that they bring up in the movie, like being able to fold space time, which is a dimension、right. that we live in, is plausible. Like these aren't just made up things. Like this is crazy science fiction, Star Trek. Boom, find yourself, kid. It's like no, no. Like you should believe in yourself because science. Has math proving a lot of the things that they're talking How about? How incredible it is、yeah. that you exist! Yeah, so、exactly. you should find self worth. Right, it's not just some、yeah. author writing some silly book. There is a speech Oprah gives to to、uh, what, what's her name Stormy. I mean, that's not her name. Storm Reed. Storm to Storm at one point, and I was just like、Meg. Oprah. Oprah just dropped the mic. Like, On the performance, you mean? No, well, just with kind of explaining basically the whole movie and、mm, like what you、mm. know, kind of like making it kind of click. Right,、um, but yeah. So let's just, so just talk, talk performances. About yeah, like. So well, I just you... want to say the things that I liked. <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah.、Um, without spoiling. No, without spoiling. Leo will disagree with me, but I thought it has a great soundtrack. Sure. I oh, oh. I didn't like the placement of the soundtrack,、right. but I thought the songs were good. I really、yeah. liked Mindy. I wish she had a bigger、mm-hmm. part. Agree. Zach Galifianakis was awesome. Yeah, totally. It got better from that point on, in my opinion. It was very slow at the beginning. Yeah, very, very slow, slow in the beginning. Storm Reed and Chris Pine have incredible scenes together.、Ugh. That like, I, I, I will say, I was like, why did they cast this girl? And then there's the scenes with them together, and I was like, oh, that's why they cast her. Yeah, their scenes together were incredible. We can we can like say that it was it's for kids, but I cried four times watching it the, because yeah, those moments yeah. are very very emotional.、Well、yeah, but overall, the movie is a little light. You know what I'm saying?、Um, Chris Pine, he was great. Yeah, Chris Pine was really good, and he he、yeah. wasn't in a, a ton, but every part he was in was good. I think the cast as a whole was just they were all、yeah. very strong. Yeah,、um, the kids were great、CGI. actors. The CGI, you have a great point about、this. the CGI is very inconsistent.、Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, that looks like like actually like this a creature that you could touch and feel.、Yeah. But then, but I felt like more more often than not, it wasn't good.、But、you had a point to this. You were saying when that, you were talking about the bouncing balls, which are in the yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. I well, Leo was like that part kind of like looked very CGI, and I was like, but that part is supposed to look really fake and creepy、mm-hmm. in the book. Yeah, but it again, it's like it doesn't matter what、right. the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing that I didn't quite understand is I know oh, I this might it does、away. matter within the context of the movie too. I this might give stuff away about the test, but I so. I can ask Sarah off air. I don't want to like ruin it for anybody because I was just confused a little bit. Yeah, see, that's the thing、it. is like a lot. I think there are moments when I was watching, I'm like, oh, I only know because of Sarah. You、when、know what I'm saying? When、yeah. I watched it, I was like, what movies did I watch as a kid that I watch now? And I'm like, oh, this isn't like. I was trying to think of that how I remember it, but like I love it because I watched it when I was a kid because that's what I feel like this、Never、movie is going to be. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like we watched Land Before Time recently, and、yeah. we were like, "Whoa, this movie is just like sad the whole、yeah. way through." I didn't remember how. Like, Why did I love it so much? Eerily lonesome that movie was. Right, like, but like I loved it, and I love rewatching it because it makes me feel how I felt when I used to watch it,、mm-hmm. and like that's what this movie is going to be for kids today.、Mm-hmm. And I do think the messages are really strong,、mm-hmm. and they're it's especially important now. now.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, all. I, it's great. I, For that reason, I, we don't need to say any more, Sarah. Said it all.、Um, yeah, no. The thing with the soundtrack,、uh, <laughs> Leo. That was one of the first things he told me when it started. It's just Why like they throw these random. Yeah, I'm going to say this is not a spoiler. As a matter of fact, even if I tell you, you're not going to know because the very. So when you go see, if you go see this movie. Randomly throughout the movie, they would just, they'll just play a Rihanna song. <laughs> like it, it sometimes it's not Rihanna, just, it's Demi Lovato. You know what I'm saying? Like it sounds like Rihanna song. 
Um, and I love Demi. Yeah, but it was like weird because like the music wouldn't go with the scene and it would just happen in the middle of a scene and it wouldn't be a full song. It was very weird. It was very weird. Like there was, a, there was like one point where I just looked at Rakina and went, yeah, no. like, what, what just happened there? Um, but I, if I was a kid, I'd be like, this is the part where that song comes on. Anyway, people keep like I keep talking about the themes and people are like what are, what are the themes like is it giving you like this kind of theme this kind of theme the themes of the movie are like you are great the way you are your faults aren't usually your faults your faults are what make you unique and special and that everyone has like the power within them mm-hmm. to put good in the world and fight right. like negativity right and no matter how impossible it may seem that these things are true and in the in the scale of infinity, you still matter. And right. to to use your faults as well, like to look as at them strength. in a positive way, but right. use them as Which, as way, a way as power. Yeah, Tyra Banks been saying that forever. So flossom, honestly, yeah, be flossom. That's that's the that's the theme of the movie. Be flossom. <laughs> um, so does it give you a Narnia versus Terabithia or Wonder type flossom. feel? That's what I was responding to. <sighs> Kinda. But, uh, there are definitely elements of it. I had to explain the plot of Bridge to Terabithia to Leo the other day. He was shook. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't, that, know. I didn't know. If you want to see a movie that's going to, like, really wreck you. Everybody tells me that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember I when went I on this like rabbit hole, like trying to understand this movie, and I'm like, damn. I when I, I read it. that book, I came into my teacher and I go, "Why did you make us read this?" <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, Christian Milan in the chat has an interesting question. Do you think this movie will be a hit? No, and I think that it will be misconstrued by a lot of parents. Are going to say this movie sucks, but kids are going to like it. This is the kind of movie that you buy your kid on DVD or that they come across on the Disney Channel one day, mm-hmm. and, and they're then like, they're oh, like, "Mom, I want to watch that movie again." You know, it's yeah. like. That's what this movie is. But I also think it's a good movie to bring young kids to that might have right. these insecurities because I think it it brings it to a level mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it kids will listen to it mm-hmm. and when they don't listen to adults about like, you know, you could tell a 10-year-old who's being bullied, oh, they're just jealous or oh, like they, they're dealing with their own things, but they're not going to believe you. But if they get to kind of get it on their level from like, you know, art, I think that that's what makes this film really yeah. special. Interesting. Someone is saying, I used to watch the, the British Tirbithi a lot on Stars, and I'm like, yeah, this this is the movie that you'll watch on Stars as a kid. <laughs> and it, to, to follow up on your point, which I think is a really apt point, uh, is that this might be your child's first foray into adult concepts as mm-hmm. a kid. I think this is a bridge movie. A point we haven't but not the touched also that Allison brings up is it's a female person of color directed film and despite True. like despite anything we say about it it's like extremely important to support movies that are directed mm-hmm. by women and women of color that feature a variety of different ethnicities in the cast. Like you have Filipino characters, um, mixed race characters, black characters, white characters, like mixed family, Indian, tactfully um, done, right? And it's extremely important to support these movies in the theater specifically because oftentimes, like casting with uh, minorities, is viewed as the reason why a movie does poorly. And yeah. and so like that's why I think you should definitely see it in the Enter universe. Black Panther. What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's uh, that's, that's our Loki review. But go see it because see it. Uh, what Sarah? I mean, if if not cool. for um, the themes and like right. if you're a kid, whatever, go see it. Just very much just to support. But also, if you are like interested in understanding like larger concepts, like. You know, like, we only live in three dimensions. Like, that's why we say 3D, third dimension. But we actually are aware of something like 11 dimensions that we could possibly Mm -hmm. interact with. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're, like, interested in learning about, you know, quantum physics and astrophysics and, like, 
just like taking a tippy toe step in that direction, this movie is certainly um, the doorway to that sort of knowledge. But Comes out this Friday. How, this Friday. Sarah, how much science is in the book? Like more, but it's not like that heavy because it's a kid's book yeah. also. Interstellar for kids. That's an interesting way to put it. It's like Interstellar and um, uh, Never Ending Story Had a Baby. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah! Go watch it. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on Disney Movie News today. This was an awesome show. This is an awesome episode. Thank you guys all for hanging out in the chat and being so uh, vocal. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Make sure you uh, follow me on social media at Mr. Leo Zombie on Instagram and at Leo Zombie on Twitter. That would be really awesome of you. Thank you. I'm Sarah. I'm a princess. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Sarah Sterling underscore and Instagram at Sarah G. Sterling. You guys can find me all over the interwebs at Keaton Markey. And remember me. Don't yeah. forget me. And follow at the Popcorn Talk, uh, excuse me, at Popcorn Talk on Twitter and at the Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube. <laughs> You're Not so at, uncomfortable. But you got it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.